Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy, K Troll, on the mic today in this Thursday, week 13 NFL preview episode. And I am joined today, another throwback. We're starting to recycle a little bit, but I'm joined today by the Han Solo to my Chewbacca. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. It's because a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookiees are known to do that. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Appreciate that. What yes. is happening? Dude, again, like you have are very underrated at impressions. So I mean it all started with your Chewbacca. So I mean, once you kind of let that floodgate open, and it's like, oh my gosh, this guy can actually do a lot of different ones. Uh I can't remember. Did you watch The Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it until about <clears throat> I don't know. We made it like seven or eight seasons of that thing. Right. So that's finally, about finally gave up. That's where about where we we stopped too. I think it's like uh, it was like right actually ironically before Carl got bit and died, uh, we had stopped just like a little before that. So anyway, there's a character. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah, my bad. He dies. Uh, Coral, Coral. I like how Rick Grimes could not yell Carl, but it's always like Coral, Coral. Coral. Uh, but there's a character, and I'm blanking on who he plays. But the actor's name is Ross Marquand. So you know he's like the curly hair guy. I think it's Aaron. Does that make sense? Anyway, God, I'm I'm picturing that name and I'm trying to put it face with it. Anyway, so the actor's name is Ross Marquand, but he is legit the best at doing any actor's voice, impersonation, inflection, accent. It's spectacular. Michael Caine fighting a horde of walkers. Now, I don't I don't really know how he would handle it. I have to imagine, Master Wayne, he'd bring out the Batmobile. The, 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 was it the Batlimo? What was it? The, the Lamborghini. The, the Lamborghini. All right, perfect. Lamborghini. Daniel R. from TalkingDead.com. Jason, Jason Statham arguing with walkers. All right, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> you all need to go the other way. Because we're on that. I'm not having it. This is from Delaware Kip. Uh, Pacino is Rick. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Over there, Alexandria's here. Hilltop over there. There's gonna be separation. Yeah, love it. Good. And so what's crazy is I'm finding out now in Hollywood they're using his voice a lot when actors like don't come back for a sequel or if they like miss something out or anything like that. So uh, just because he's that really, yeah. So that's probably where I've heard of him. I've probably heard of him because I think you sent me him doing impressions at some point. So one example I can just think about the top of my head is so in Avengers uh, Endgame, another spoiler alert, uh, the Red Skull comes back. Okay, so Red Skull is a flashback to the original Captain America movie. And in the original Captain America movie, he was played by Hugo Weaving. You know, he was in The Matrix. He was Agent Smith. He was in Lord of the Rings. He was like the master uh, elf guy. So he's he's a big name guy. So, you know, the Avengers Endgame movie comes back and it's, you know, probably eight years after he did his original Captain America, he's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm not, I'm not coming back for it. Uh, so instead they just got Ross Marquand and you could not tell the difference. It was like, Holy crap. Why, this guy, okay. Hang on. Hang on. Why on earth would Hugo not do that? Wasn't it the highest grossing film ever or something? Yes, it was. Yeah. Cause you know, he's, I, I believe he's British and he's one of those guys. He's like, he takes pride in his roles and, you know, he's very prestigious. He's had some big time roles. And so he's like, no, I played him once. Like, I don't need to come back and do it again. That was over eight or so years ago. It's like, I'm good. I appreciate it. It wasn't like anything ill will or anything like that. It's just like, you know, yeah, sure. Uh, sure. 
They're just I just don't think I would have missed out on that money grab. That's all. Right. Ross Marquand just like that. Jackpot. <laughs> Jackpot. So yeah, Google or YouTube Ross Marquand. He can just do any impersonation spectacular i do find that really impressive and um i'm starting to i'm starting to realize that my son is starting to do it too which is really funny so it's something it's something where like um and i'm not anywhere even close to someone like that like ross right. mark one but it, it it's something and you hear these guys talk about it too like it takes a lot of practice it really it does, does. And, and so what what i find my son doing is the same thing i used to do when i was a little kid is like randomly just talking in if, if no one's voice. watching yeah, if you're if you're if no one's watching, you're just randomly talking and you're you're doing different voices and like caricatures and all kinds of stuff, just sort of like for fun. I don't know. It's it's not like a you're not like yeah, a schizo or anything, but you're I don't know. You're just I don't know. No, you shut sort up. Sort of just no, trying it out. Up. I don't like how you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, you're not talking to yourself and you're not talking to anyone. You're not right. like imaginary friends or anything. You're just like kind of without knowing it, you're practicing. True. Sort of weird. It is, you know. So. um Addison, my daughter, is a huge Harry Potter fan, so we've we've read all the books, we've watched all the movies, and uh, she's actually rereading them by herself now, which is really cool. But uh, you know, so all the movies are all British, and so I can do like a decent one. So whenever we talk, I would try and throw in a little British accent, especially when I was like reading the books to her. Uh, but I'll tell you what, she tries to do like she is the worst at accent, <laughs> and I was like, so you know when we you know talk she to her, she try and do like a little bit like this, and it's like. Hey, Dad! I'm like, whoa! Why? Why are we going so? <laughs> well, you sound like a sixty-year-old <laughs> truck driver. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, she's she's not the best, uh, but that's okay. She's learning, but I appreciate her trying. She's good. Absolutely. Well, and that's yeah. kind of that's like one of the areas I've shined as a parent is like one of my few strengths is story time. <laughs> it's like we're reading a book or something. I can take on character voices, and my kids always think it's funny. Or they used to think it's funny. I don't think they do anymore. Really. <laughs> I don't think they do. There's a whole crew. Of I think it's funny. So you can Thank still you. do it for me. Thank you. Well, we'll do story time later. Maybe there'll be a new segment we'll do in here. Yes. I'll get out one of the Julia Donaldson books that we love, like Stickman or The Gruffalo. Read Gruffalo. one of those. Gruffalo I'm a stud with the Gruffalo. I can I've nailed that. What's funny yeah. about the Gruffalo? Another sidebar of a sidebar. Yes. We got that book. Uh, my wife got that book for our son when he was little. Yep. I used to read it all the time, and I always did a British accent. I don't know why it just did. And maybe I'd realize, maybe I'd researched and found that she was British or something. I don't know. Well, they made a little, they made a little movie out of it, like a 10 minute or 15 yeah. minute movie on Amazon that you could, you could watch. You can watch it. And the first time we watched it, British, I will be damned. Like all the characters sounded kind of like I made them sound. It was crazy to me. I was like, you know, Mind like they're well. obviously actually British and they sound way better and all of that. But like the same, uh, depth of voice, you know, like yeah. a high pitch or a low pitch or like a sarcastic or like a, you know, like the owls got like this Mr. Feeney kind of vibe. And, you know, like the, all, the, all the different Feeney. people got oh, boy meets world. It was I was pretty spot on, actually. I was I was pretty blown away. Well done. You know, speaking oh, that they also did that. Up. Did you ever have uh, the book Room on the Broom about a witch? Mm -hmm. So yeah. they also did like that. They uh, had did like a video of that as well. And I was read by another British guy, Simon Pegg. So do you know Simon you Pegg? You know who he is? No. You know, Simon, did you ever see the movie Shaun of the Dead? Oh, I should have done that. Mm -mm. You know Shaun of the Dead? Dude, you nope. have to go see Shaun of the Dead. It is spectacular. Okay, have you seen any of the Star Trek movies? No. Have you seen like more <laughs> of the recent Mission Impossible movies? How recent? Like, probably not. I mean, like, within the last three, four? I don't know. I watched the first three or four. How many are there now? 
There's probably like six. <laughs> six I probably one. haven't seen any of the recent ones. I watched <laughs> them back in the 90s when they came out again. You are killing me, Smalls. Anyway, Simon Pegg is a British actor. He's actually a comedic actor, but he can hold his own in action. He's more like action comedy kind of guy. You didn't see like Hot Fuzz or... No, you wouldn't have seen those. Anyway, Simon I'm just going to Google him real quick. Red Room on the Broom, and he's British. Okay, I know this guy. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, now you I'm know a- well, I Googled. No, I just I've seen him before. I don't I don't right. really know. Well, okay. he's kind of, um, kind of indistinct. I don't know. He's not really adding it to the stream. So now everyone can see Simon Pegg. Yes, there, there he is. is. There he is. <coughs> Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Look at that. He's uh, shredded. Kind of shredded. Yeah, I saw that. He is definitely not a shredded guy. But um, your homework is to watch Shaun of the Dead. It's a uh, comedic right. turn on a zombie movie. And um, yeah. So- it's very Dawn portable, dead, right? And uh, it's it's a good one. You got to see it. Okay. All right. We'll next do. time. Maybe next time I visit you, I have the DVD. Yes, it's old, so it's not even a Blu-ray. It's a DVD. I'll bring it down. Okay. You could accidentally leave it here with the other two hundred DVDs I have laying around that I never get to watch. Right. Um. Anyway, so let's get into around the league. Yes. And get some updates on the fantasy folks around here. We had some injuries. Uh, so we we have still our have phones like a- ready. We have, our phones, oh, we have our phones ready. Okay. We have our phones ready. We still have a ton of updates here. So we may we may be getting alerts. I'll be checking my phone throughout the morning, but we may be getting alerts during the show. Yes. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you've said you've read somewhere he, he's planning on playing. Yep. Right? That's the expectation. We also I think we all read like if they wanted to shut him down, he would be open to the conversation. Right. Right. right? He's not gonna be certainly like happy about it, but I think he understands the sport and he just got a big big fat contract and probably thinks you're going to pay me either way. Who cares? Um, so real quick, so this was last night at 7.30 p.m. It says Aaron Rodgers is playing Sunday against the Bears despite his injury, and he doesn't uh, – but then, it, again, talking about how he is open to it if they were to say, you're eliminated from the playoffs, we want to play Jordan Love, he would be open to it. He wouldn't say – he's yeah. not saying do it. He's just saying they would talk about it. Yeah. Which is which is actually a fairly mature thing to say for someone who's not always that mature who's not um, at all. It's kind of a deep in these kind of situations. Uh, so expect him to play. He owns the Bears. I expect another big game from him, honestly. Yeah. Najee Harris. Uh, they're saying it was not a major abdomen injury, which is good. His status is still up in the air. He was not practicing yesterday, um, so keep an eye on that one. I think we mentioned earlier, like Jalen Samuels is the guy you probably want next. Jalen Warren, sorry, is probably the guy you want next. Uh, if he's going to go, he was out with a, a hammy injury, I think. Uh, but Benny Snell could be another another option there. Um, Antonio Gibson isn't isn't practicing foot injury, not thought to be serious. Uh, I mentioned him. I would have kind of laughed about this previously, but he's like a top twenty running back right now, which is kind of crazy. So something to monitor could have an impact on Brian Robinson's workload uh, as well. Did Brian Hot Robinson have something like with a wearing a really big hat? Yes. Yes, you got to check this picture out. It's it's not big like for big-headed people. It's like bobblehead massive. Okay. It's like this big. I got it. But it I was like it. a real dome with a bill on it. It was just like massive. <laughs> the first thing, as soon as I type in Brian Robinson, the first search is big hat. I'm like, okay. It, it, went, it went viral. Yeah, so he he has a, apparently has a buddy who makes has a company that makes these things, and so it's kind of gone crazy. That is a big hat. Wow. Okay. Pretty. They're hat. pretty cool. Probably stupidly expensive. Oh, it's probably like $200 or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh jo- Josh Jacobs, quote, hopes to play. So uh, he's, got the, he's got the Chargers this week. He's got a calf injury. He was nursing 
they were working on him during the game last week. He played through it, obviously, and absolutely dominated. But yeah. he's hoping to play. Uh, Doug Peterson saying he feels good about ATN's availability this week. So hopefully he'll be back. He was cleared to come back to, into the game against the right. Ravens. He just didn't out of precaution. So I, I think he'll be fine. Uh, Jermichael Hasty is the guy you want if he doesn't go or if you're nervous about it. Uh, Michael Carter is not practicing. Robert Sala is optimistic that he'll play. Can we just talk about Jermichael Hasty real quick? He is your classic guy who, when the big dog goes down, he comes in, then has a great game. Like he'll have one or two great games. Then the big guy will come back in. You never see him from him again. But Jermichael Hasty, I yep. feel like Dearness Johnson, same idea. I was guys. just thinking of Dearness Johnson. That's the exact name I thought of. Yeah. Same exact thing. He, he pops in whenever Chubb's out and he just crushes and then he just goes back to being third string. Like, see you later. Yeah. I, I had my run, literally. Probably some teams could use a guy like that, maybe as their first trainer. Yeah, right. Uh, Justin Fields will get in limited practice reps, and I personally can't see them playing him this week, knowing they've got to buy next week. Matthew Barry on NBC Sports is saying he thinks they're going to shut him down for the season. Which they should. I would understand. I would be yeah. very annoyed by that because I, I want him on my fantasy team, but as a guy who likes him as a player in his future, probably the right move. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he's taking some shots, and that shoulder is going to be a pain tolerance issue, and he could really mess it up uh, if he keeps getting hit. So we'll see. He gonna get Keep monitored on that one. Uh, Raheem Mostert, who missed last week, should be ready to go this week. He's he was close to playing last week. He expected to come out this week. If he doesn't go, I mean, he's been ta- he's been subtly talking crap about the Niners, and if he doesn't go, that's just like the biggest kind of wuss move, just like to be talking all this crap and then. Oh, I can't play. Oh, sorry. Guys. That's like a hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah. Hold me back. And then it's like, it's like one of those when your friends are not holding you back and you still won't go after the guy. Yeah. Like, uh, like, hold me, hold me back. Hey, get, get your arm over here. Hold me yeah, back. Just, hold me back. Literally, please. Just so I can pretend like I'm doing something. Uh, yeah. Mustard kind of throwing Jimmy G under the bus a little bit, but that's okay. It's okay. Yikes. That's going to be an interesting game. A lot be. of motivation there for both teams. Yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase is preparing as if he'll play. So really hopeful he's going to get back on the field. So. Um, I think obviously the conversation is like, are they going to ease him back? Is he going to be on a snap count? I don't know. I feel like he's been out five weeks at this point. Like if he's back, I, I think he's ready to roll. He should just be good. What do you think? He didn't play he last week, especially when he was talking about playing last week. So which anyway, screwed me over. But so I think they gave him that extra week. If he's going to get in, he's going to go. I feel like he's one of those guys who has that big drive, that big motor. He's going to play. He's going to go all out. Yeah. Especially with I don't see him dabbling. Week, so. Yeah. I don't see him dabbling. And J.K. Dobbins was in practice yesterday. So um, the assumption is that he's been activated from IR. His window's open. I don't know if anyone's paying a whole lot of attention to the Ravens' backfield. I certainly haven't given them much attention. I have no exposure to them on any of my teams. And so I haven't, I haven't paid a whole attention to Gus Edwards or Kenyon Drake or whoever. Not sure it totally matters other than they don't have any pass catchers. So, like, I've got to rely on the run. Yeah, I don't it's know. Just shambles. It's, it's, Their offense is it's shambles. probably relevant for somebody, just not for me. Again, so have you been keeping up with Bleacher Reports, Gridiron Heights at all? No. Oh. So they had, uh, they just did their like uh, midseason MVP race, and so it's funny. So this year was like Top Gun theme, and so they had uh, Lamar Jackson. He's flying a fighter jet, and he's on the radio. He's like, is anyone receiving me? Anyone receiving me? No, and then he just crashes. So it's like, oh, all right. He crashes. It's about Get right. It. No receivers. Get it? Good no joke. One. Good joke. That was a good one. It was. All right, that's uh, that's all we got for around the league for for now. Again, for we'll now. be keeping our eyes on the updates here. Um, let's get a pick, team pick 'em update. What do you think? Let's do it. Look at Ooh. this beauty. 
Look, Look who's back on top. Back, back on top. Long top. Yep. You had a good week 12. Uh, I knew a couple of my picks were stretches. You know, I did the homer pick with the Patriots, which they looked good. Uh, Hunter Henry's touchdown wasn't called back. You know, I think it could have been a different game, but, you know, football happens. So, uh, no, you football and Leslie happened. look good with 12 correct. Kyle now stuck at 10. Um, so, yes, kudos to you. You're in the 99th percentile. Well done. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I got I got annoyed when I was looking at Leslie's picks because I realized that the two games that I kind of went off script a little bit were the Jags and the Steelers. And those are the games that you and I differed on. And yep. she did the same thing. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being really cutesy on that. You thought this is my thing. Nope. Yeah. I'm just glad I took Raiders over the Seahawks because I was the only one to do that. But then True. The, Patriots, the Patriots got me. So that was true. Right. Um, yeah, so she was, she's, she's smart. She's a good one. She's, watch out for her. She's smart. She's smart. She's very, very sneaky. Very sneaky. So she and I are tied at the top. Uh, you're two big, two picks back. Kyle is four picks back again. That's, that's nothing. Um, nothing. in this, in this league. I mean, as you can see, there are weeks when we got two game differences in either direction and one yep. game almost every week. So you can make up four games in no time. Yeah. I mean, there's still, still six weeks left in the season, so plenty of time. Yes. Yeah, it's still anybody's game here. Yeah. Um, let's get into making some picks. Yeah. Speaking of your Patriots, Thursday night football this week. Yeah. Bills, Pats. Bills, Pats. Uh, Patriots are probably going to be without Damian Harris and uh, one of their starting tackles, Isaiah Wynn. So that's that's not great, especially when running was the key to their success last season, at least in the first game where they threw the ball three times. The uh, wind game. Did, the wind game. And they say the weather's not going to be that great again. I don't think it's going to be as windy. But – I mean, I went with the homer pick last week against a more beatable Vikings team, uh, even because they, although they did beat the Bills, they beat the Bills, <laughs> transitive property. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to go with the Bills here just because uh, I, I need to see more out of the Patriots. Again, it's kind of consistency. I know we beat the Jets twice. That's great. Those was the Zach Wilson teams, and again, one was a lucky one that we got it on a punt return for a touchdown at the end of the game, and. Anyway, I need to see a little more. I want to see more consecutive games out of Mac Jones. I think it was great what he did last week against the Vikings. I think that was kind of showing that what he can do. Like, remember me? I'm actually still pretty good. So uh, I need to see it again before I can give a little more confidence in beating a team like the Bills, who completely own them, their second meeting. And I don't even want to talk about that playoff game where you and I actually watched it live together. So that was gross. So going Bills. Going Bills. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with everything you're saying. The Bills' defense is my problem. They've yeah. not been nearly as good recently they as haven't. they started out in the year. They've been losing seemingly a different player every week, my and so down. they are a bit depleted right now. And they so are. this could this could could turn into a bit of a shootout. Um, the Patriots' defense is still really good, but uh, the Bills' offense is so so good now. Yeah. Their offense has also kind of taken a step back. I mean, Allen has not been quite as dominant as he previously was. Um, can I jump back in? Really can I jump back in with another Gridiron Heights reference? So they show Josh yeah. Allen, and uh, I, I forget what his his, uh, his code name was either something like Wild Card or Loose Loose Cannon. And so you see him flying, and then the the devil and the angel appears on his shoulder. He's like, "Do something reckless!" And then the angel's like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." So <laughs> just kind of like that same idea. It's like, yeah, sometimes he does go off script, go off the rails to make the big play. And it's kind of been biting him a little bit of in recent games, but anyway, yes. Um, I'm 
I'm I I love picking the Patriots when you don't. And so that is <laughs> honestly that's my biggest draw right now because I I kind of see this as a bit of a toss up, truthfully. I really don't I don't have as much faith in the Bills as I used to. Sure. Um I think they'll be fine by the end of the season, but right now not as much faith. New England's still fighting for playoff contention Do and it, they man. Need it. it's at home. They Do know it. the team well. Do it. Why not? Screw it. Screw it. I got a game to blow. Why not? <laughs> I'm taking the path. Let's go. That's what happens when you have house money. You can, and when you're lead, when you're the chip leader, you can just bully your way around with these pots. So that's go right ahead, do it. I just love it when I take the pats and you don't, and they win. See, at least it's like hedging my bets because if they win, it's like all right, they won the game, but Kemper got it, but they won. So yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right, now we got the uh, Steelers heading to those Falcons again. Two teams I just cannot figure out. So I'm glad you're going first because I'm still yeah. They are tough to figure out. Um, But as I mentioned the last couple of episodes, I'm starting to get on board with the Steelers. I really am. I think their defense has been much stronger. T.J. Watt's been back, and that's made a huge difference for them. And the offense is starting to click too. I really think Pickett to Pickens is a great connection. Fryermuth is a stud. Deontay Johnson is the one I've been disappointed in, and I'm a big fan and believer of his, but he didn't have the same connection with Pickett. And so you got to, you got to trust what you're seeing. I'm going with Steelers here again. Uh, it's another road game, which I don't love. I wish it were in Pittsburgh, um, but I don't, I've said it all season. I know they've won five games. I just, I don't like the Falcons. Don't like what they've got with the product they're putting on the field. So I'm going with Steelers. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers are kind of like the Ravens for me in the sense that every time I pick them, they do crappy. And every time I don't, they always win. But I actually have not picked the Steelers very much at all this season. Excuse me, I'm going to cough. So, cough, cough. Cough, cough. Coughlin, anyway, former coach. Does that count? So, I too am actually going to go with the Steelers because they have been surprising. I know it's hard to say they've been a surprising team when they're four and seven, but honestly, I didn't think they'd have four wins at this point. So I thought that was a quote unquote impressive win in Indianapolis in that sense. And, uh, you know, when they beat the Saints. So, yeah, I'm going to quietly go with the Steelers here just because they are showing some flashes that maybe if they can put things together, they could be solid. And, uh, I think they're still not, you know, like eliminated from the playoffs at all. Mike Tomlin has never missed the playoffs in his career. I swear to God, if he makes the playoffs with this team, just give this man the greatest of all time because holy crap. <laughs> he really could, dude. He really could. They're not that bad. They're really they're not, not that bad. But they're not, they're that, not bad. that bad. <laughs> they have flashes, man. And you got a rookie quarterback. He's going to get better. Same with the receiver. They're going to get better as the season goes on. Yeah. If they can stay healthy, they've got a shot to win some games. If they're playing teams like the Falcons, I mean, I don't yeah. know what the rest of their schedule looks like, but I think they've got some winnable games left. So true. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Green Bay traveling to Chicago. Aaron Rodgers going to play, going to own those bears. Yep. I mean, Rodgers yeah. is playing. He's owning them. Uh, no, Justin Fields more than likely. So Justin Fields would have been the only difference maker for them. Trevor Simeon is terrible. Uh, going Green Bay on the road. I think if Justin Fields were playing in this game, I think it could I be would, a toss up. I would be really wanting to take the bears. Cause I think he's the only guy who can shut this narrative up and be like, all right, you own us, huh? Watch this. Um, haven't seen a quarterback like this uh, in this matchup before, but right. I don't. I don't think he's going to play, and um, and I think I think the Packers will roll if he doesn't play. True. It does suck they lost Darnell Mooney too. So yeah. not that he was like an absolute freak, but honestly, he's their best but receiver. One of their only weapons. So goodbye. Yeah, be tough. <laughs> yes. All right. Now we got the your Jags going against my Lions. Oh, Doctor, the battle of the cats. Who gonna take it? Man, I hate that these teams are playing each other. Right. Because 
I'm such a fan of both of them. I really <laughs> am. Um, I like these four and seven teams, man. Steelers are, are the same thing. Like I like some of these teams are really scrappy. They really yeah. are. They've got talent. Um, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed watching the end of that Jags Ravens game last week, just because it looked like Trevor Lawrence was having fun. And, and these guys get into the league and especially when you're playing for urban Meyer and, and of course it's a, it's a job and they make a ton of money. So they have to treat it seriously. But like a lot of times you see these guys lose. That's what makes college football so great is because guys are still playing for fun. You know, like it's still fun. You see these guys lose that edge and it changes the way they play and their decision-making Trevor Lawrence was, he was going wild at the end of that game. Yeah. And he, and his play was like, he was loose and he was just freaking chucking it. So I loved watching that. Um, the lions, they've been kind of that way all year. I think, honestly, I think Dan Campbell's really injected a lot of good yeah, energy well. there. Same as Doug Peterson. Um, for me in this game, these, this is a complete toss up. I'm going to take the lions cause they're at home. That's really the only difference. Truthfully. Come on, man. These are your Jags. I thought you were all on board the Jags. Uh, I too, I am. Been- I too am going with the Lions. Um, honestly, and this is going to sound weird because they have actually shown a little more consistency. I think if you throw out the Cowboys game and and maybe the Patriots, oh, if you throw out the Cowboys second half and the Patriots game, the Lions have been relatively consistent, especially when it comes to their offense. They're scoring probably, you know, in the in the mid twenties of the points, and their defense has looked a hell of a lot better. I mean, they pushed the Bills to the brink, and I know it's not the same Bills that it was at the beginning of the season, but that's still a great Buffalo team, and they. We're tied with 20 seconds to go. Obviously, they let that field goal happen in the last 20 seconds. But this Lions team, really, I know they're four and seven. Couple things go different ways. They could easily be seven and four or six and five, something like that. So they have the pieces, and um, I'm I too go with Detroit. I think this would be a great game. A lot of fun to watch. I, I'm hoping that I get this game on on uh, TV because I'd love to watch this one. Yes. Very true. All right. The Jets are traveling to take on the Vikings. This is a matchup you don't see often. <laughs> no. Um, I have no idea how to pick this game, but who, who you got here? Mike White and the Jets? Well, I, I know you're picking the Vikings. Jets. I know you're picking the Jets because of Mike White, but I'm going to go with the Vikings here just because, I mean, they're besides that complete debacle that was the, the Cowboys game, they've shown they can handle teams. And the Patriots game was a slog fest in the sense that it was just going back and forth, back and forth. But then they stepped up at the end, scored the final 10 points, showed they can win those close games. They've been winning close games all year. And uh, so I'm going to go with the Vikings here just because they've had that consistency. For me, consistency is huge. Yes, Mike White had a big shout-out game against the Bears. As I can't remember if this was you or not talking about. This was kind of the perfect – it was tough that you almost wish Zach Wilson had at least played against the Bears and then they benched him just because yep. the Bears' defense is yeah. great, the team as a whole isn't great. So is it more of Mike White was awesome or the Chicago defense wasn't great? So uh, I need to see more from your boy before I can go and wholeheartedly pick him. So I'm going Vikings here. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think the the, the difference here for me is that the Jets defense is pretty legit. It is. Now the Vikings have played a couple of legit defenses in the Bills and the Patriots already. So they've seen this style and I think they've yeah. they've won you know both of those games. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with the Vikings, but Every time they play a team like this, I, I wonder how they're going to get it done. Because they have gotten it done, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But okay. uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Jets pull this off. Yeah. Sauce Gardner on Justin Jefferson's the matchup everybody's wanting to see this week. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. All right. A surprisingly tough uh, NFC East matchup here with the Commanders visiting New Jersey in the Meadowlands and the Giants. Who you got? 
Giants are, are kind of spiraling a little bit, um, which I is not surprising other than right. we thought they should have done it earlier. You know? Yeah. Um, and then the commanders have come on really strong recently. Like their defense has looked a lot better recently. Yes. Um, so without many receiving options, I'm going to go with the commanders here. Keep riding that Heineke train. Um, this could go either way. I'm not, I'm not really convinced on that necessarily, yeah. but I'm going to stick with the commanders. Dang, I was, I was really hoping you were going to take the Giants because I too, I mean, the Giants are, are kind of t- turning into the team that we thought they were going to be. And you can't just keep losing weapons and expect to get better and expect to be doing better. Uh, I think they've outkicked their coverage already. So the fact that they got seven wins at this point is great. Um, but everyone's saying they're locked for the playoffs. No, so much time is left. I honestly don't know if they will. I hope they do. Um, Saquon's taken a, a step back. He hasn't gone over 55 yards in the past three games. So that's been hurting them. And the commanders are looking a lot stronger. As you said, the defense has been really carrying them. Heineke has steadied the ship. Uh, he's the start of the rest of the year. So, yeah, I'm going Washington, too. Going Washington. Yikes. The NFC East, man. Every team's every team is 7-5 and five or better, you know? What I thought. That's pretty wild. Okay. <laughs> Titans-Eagles. <laughs> this is the matchup I was hoping we wouldn't have to see this year. Uh, Tennessee <laughs> traveling to Philly to take on those red-hot Eagles. This is an afternoon. It's still a noon kick. It's still a noon. Who you got? Um, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty disappointed by your Titans last week when they were playing the Bengals. I thought that was going to be a good test kind of to show their, their metal and their toughness against the Bengals team, who is very up and down this year, but obviously has shown their, their explosiveness and shown what they can be. Uh, and I just thought that Titans team was really going to be the one to kind of steady them and and really kind of grind it. And it was a grind of a game, but the Bengals ended up on top. So with that being said, I don't know. That one was really if, – if they had beaten the Bengals, this would be more of a toss-up for me because the Eagles haven't looked like the Eagles did in the first eight games. where They kind of looked untouchable. They kind of looked like they were just rolling. Uh, they've come back down to earth a little bit, but they still have more of the tools. Miles Sanders is playing out of his mind. I know Tennessee has a good run defense, but – Man, Jalen Hurts is looking at that MVP candidate, and that offense is good, and the defense is playing well, and they're at home, so I'm going Philly. Sorry, homie. I understand. Uh, for me, this is much simpler, which is the Titans have not beat any of the good teams they've played. <laughs> um, this is a team that is capable of beating all those teams. They've been in all those games except for that Bills game. They've been in all the games, and you kind of felt like, to your point, if anyone's going to knock off the Bengals when they're hot, it's going to be the Titans. They Just randomly, they have a tough, tough-to-figure-out scheme on both sides of the ball. Yeah. But um, they're not getting it done. They're not finishing these games. And so I'm with you. I'm going to go with the Eagles, actually. I don't think Miles Sanders has a good game. That, that Tennessee run defense is very stout. It's stout. Um, but A.J. Brown revenge game, man, that's what I'm looking forward to. Is True. Does he come out and ball out against Tennessee? He's talked a little bit of trash about the way things ended here. You know, the secondary doesn't like hearing that. Kevin Byard is a, is a man in the secondary. I'll be real interested to see what A.J. does. It will. That will be fun to see. All right. Now I got the team that I hate to pick with against the team who's terrible. Broncos Ravens. Let me know what Give you Give me the think. Ravens. Broncos suck. Ra- Broncos do suck, but I hate the Ravens, but I'm picking them anyway. God damn it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Broncos, they're so gar- they're so incredibly garbage. I can't pick them. I don't know that I'd pick them against literally anybody at this Maybe point. Maybe the Texans. Speaking of. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Cleveland at Houston. Deshaun Watson is back. He's back. How's I mean, it going to go? That- it's going Cleveland. The fact that the, the Texans benched Davis Mills, you got Kyle Allen, who's terrible. It's it's going to be Cleveland. <laughs> it's Cleveland. Certainly should be. Um, 
even with Jacoby Brissett, I mean, I, I would, I would have actually, I yeah, might even have felt if it was Jacoby, I would have picked Cleveland. 100%. I might have felt even better, honestly, with Jacoby because you just don't know what you're going to get out of Deshaun. There's going to be a lot of emotion going through this game, and there's going to be a lot of energy on the Houston side to get after him too. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I still have trouble seeing Cleveland lose this game. Yep. All right, now we got NFC West, the powerhouses of Seattle, going against the. Super Bowl hungover for life, Rams. What's happening? Give me the Seahawks. Gino, let's go, baby. I know they were let down in overtime against the Raiders last week. That was a bummer. Hated to see that. But the Rams are also awful. And the Rams-Broncos would be a great game right now. That would be a good game. Yeah, I'm going Seahawks. I saw some crazy graphics. So it showed like the starting lineups in the Super Bowl versus their starting lineup right now. It's like Matthew Stafford, 60,000 career passing yards. OBJ, like... X amount of career receiving yards, Cooper Cup, all pro, you know, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, like 6,000 yards career, and like Van Jefferson, like a thousand career yards. And then it shows this year, Bryce Perkins, one NFL game, Van Jefferson, <laughs> same. It's like, and it was just, oh God, it's so bad. And Skoronic, yeah. 450 receiving yards. Lifetime. So anyway, yeah. yes, going Seahawks. Uh, Gino keeps keeps writing those checks, man. That and people after they wrote him off, he didn't write back. So he's just writing checks. Here he goes. Keep it going. Let's go, Gino. Let's go. How about Miami and San Francisco? We talked about this game a little bit. This is a big time revenge game. You've yeah. got the coach, Mike McDaniel, come came over from San Francisco. He runs the same system now in Miami. He took Mostert and Jeff Wilson with him. He's he's facing his former mentor, his former boss, Kyle yeah. Shanahan. What do you think is going to happen here? This is going to be really interesting. I think. This is an interesting game, and and honestly, the the one thing, and I'm I'm picking the Niners, and the reason why I'm picking the Niners is mainly because of their defense. They basically, since like week three or week four, lead the league in every defensive category with yards allowed, rush yards allowed, passing yards, scoring. It's ungodly what their defense have been doing. I mean, they shut out the Saints. Granted, they only scored thirteen points, but that's okay when you're shut, pitching a shutout. So it's going to be at home. Um, the Dolphins, if if their offense isn't clicking, if it's not, then their team is is vulnerable. And the 49ers obviously have all the weapons in the world on the offensive side that they can't put things together. As I mentioned on the other day, Jimmy Garoppolo, as much as people want to give him crap, dude knows how to win. Dude still has, knows how to manage an offense. So he can get it done, especially in close games. So I got to give the edge to the Niners. They've been there. That defense, man, God, I do not want to play that defense. Yeah, I I'm, I mean, I would love to take the Dolphins here. And here's here's my thought. Everything you said, I totally agree with. And and the other thing I think about a lot with this is, like, these teams know each other so well because they practice against each other all year. The, the Niners are practicing against the same style of offense all year. So when you're when you're right. facing, you know, 1-0 versus 1-D, you're facing the same scheme you're going to see from Miami and vice versa. Um, the problem is the Niners don't have a Tyreek Hill to even to simulate. They have no player that they can put out there that they can be like, okay, you're playing the Tyreek Hill role. No one does, right? No one does. Um, and and like Jimmy G's not to it either, honestly. Like he can't launch it. He's he's just a game manager. And so it's it's gonna be a little tough for them to like fully catch up and like, okay, we thought we had this figured out. We got burned. You know, Tyreek burned us pretty bad. I think he'll get loose for one um, this game. But I do I do agree with you. Like I have a little bit more faith in the Miami offense, even though San Fran's got probably more weapons. And the weapons that Miami has are you know Tyreek such an X factor. But that San Francisco defense has been so good. That's probably the difference maker here. 
Um, home or away doesn't really matter to me much. These teams know, know the scheme so well, but I'm going uh, to go with San Francisco. What about your classic? They got to go to the other coast. They got to. It is cross country. That's not great, but I don't know. I, there's going to be a lot of emotions there too with Mike McDaniel. He's going to be pretty hyped about trying to get his trying to get his revenge. I don't think he's there yet. If these teams play again next year or the year after, like you'll start to see this thing level out a little bit more. I'm going to stick with the Niners as well at home. Okay, both Niners. All right, the slider pick of the week. Hawaii, the King's Hawaiian slider. King's hey. Hawaiian sliders. <laughs> so good, by the way. Love them. Chiefs at yeah. Bengals. Bengals going with the uniform combo that has won them the most games. Orange unis with black bottoms. I think that's the one. So that's a classic. Out. I think of Ocho Cinco, Hushman Zada. I think of Carson Palmer. I think of the classic Bengals with that. Um, Dylan and the running back. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. I don't have a whole lot of analysis other than like I just have more confidence in them overall. Yeah. You know, I think this, will, this obviously should be a shootout. Um, but I think they're, I think Mahomes is the X factor here, man. He's playing yeah. lights out. I basically, the Chiefs to me are in a place where until they prove me wrong, I'm going to pick them no matter what, that they've earned everything at nine and two and, and kind of shut up the critics that without Tyreek, what's their offense going to look like? Uh, can Mahomes do it? Yes, they can. So until proven wrong, I'm going to be picking them the rest of the way. They still got a chip on their shoulder from that playoff game last year, too. That, too. That, too. All right. Here's the million-dollar showdown. Whoa. What are Hawaiian. Who will win this matchup? The Chargers going to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Barn burner. Honestly, this was kind of a tough pick for me. I don't know why it's so lopsided 77-23, because once again, the Chargers are just so always disappointing. They're always been hurt. It's just been – and the Raiders, man, are hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Watch out. So honestly, you you love the Raiders. I've picked them the last two times they've won. So you know what? Let's go three Boom. for three, baby. Raiders. Boom. Give me the Raiders. Especially, please, just Josh Jacobs play. Please. If Josh Jacobs doesn't play, you're screwed. There's my contingency. The, uh, the Chargers no have no run defense, contin- which is awful. Kemper contingency. If there's no Josh Jacobs, I'm going the Chargers. Nope. No contingencies allowed. All right. I'm taking the Chargers anyway. Um, I don't like the Raiders. I I, I get that they've, they've played two good games in a row. Jacobs has been on fire. I get that. And Devontae Adams is best player in this game. But, um, yeah, I think the Chargers are getting healthier and getting Keenan back is a real steadying force for that offense. Eckler's been awesome out of the backfield. He's not rushing for that much. He's getting so many receptions. He had like 11 receptions last week. I mean, it's, it's just insane. So how close I'm going go to go Chargers. How close is he to 800 rush yards on the year? I think he has 500 and change. Ooh. Yeah. I know every week I check it. It's like he has like 12 rushing yards. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> he had that one game where he had like 180, and it's like 20 a game since then. <laughs> Dagger. I need big another dagger. big one. I need another big one. <laughs> All right, moving on. You got your favorite head coach, Jeff Saturday, going to Dallas. It's going to happen. Yeah, I got to take the boys here, man. They're rolling. They look yeah. really good. Defense <clears throat> is on fire, offense yep. is clicking on all cylinders. Give me the boys at home. Yep. There you go. Cowboys. Ditto. Ditto. How about the Saints going to take on the Bucks? These are two teams coming off of a loss. Yeah. Still got still got a lot of questions here. There are still a lot of questions. And I know you love the Saints against the Bucks just because your boy Marshawn. Uh, and crazy that technically they're only one win apart from each other in this division. The, this division, you talk about the NFC East being one of the best where everyone's seven, five or better. The Bucks are leading the division at five and six. So this is gross. Uh, the Saints are toast. Um, the Bucks need the win. I'm giving it to Tampa at home. I'm going to go with Tampa as well. I don't feel great about it just because they, they just are so inconsistent. And yeah. you keep wanting to think like, oh, they're going to end the year, you know, nine and seven. They're going to win their division. 
They'll make it in the playoffs and then we'll see what happens. But like at some point you've got to show those flashes of being that great team. And they just have not done it. Even in their wins, you're not like blown away. I mean, they barely beat the Packers when the Packers had no receivers, you know, and they were really stumbling. So I don't know. I, I haven't seen that they team lost yet. to the Packers, didn't they? No, I think they won that game, didn't they? I thought they lost. Anyway, I'll look that up real quick. Stat boy. If they lost, even worse. Because <laughs> I, I, um, like I, I feel like I picked them that week and they lost. But here, hold on. I'm going to find this real quick. Okay. Continue. I thought that was one where they – maybe it was like a last second. Yeah, they lost to the Packers, 14-12. There you go. They, yeah, they missed a two-point conversion. That's what it was. So, yeah. yeah, you lose to the Packers when they have no receivers. Like, this team has not – they've not looked good for me all year long. I mean, they've got... okay. Listen, so they beat the Cowboys first week of the year. Then they beat the Saints 20-10. to 10, Lose to the Packers 14-12. Lose to the Chiefs 41-31. Beat the Falcons barely 21-15. Lose to the Steelers. Lose to the Panthers. Lose to the Ravens. Barely beat a terrible Rams team. Barely beat the Seahawks. And then lose to the Browns. Like – where where are you? Where's your quality win there? I mean, Dallas is a quality win, but that's a, Dak got hurt that game. So I don't know, man. I don't I don't have a lot of faith in them. But to your point, the Saints are really spiraling, really yeah. spiraling. So uh, they need to shake something up over there. Uh, but give me All the bucks. Right. How many points you got? Um. So you, you always talk about Marshawn Lattimore. He's he's we think he's going to play. He's actually not certain five. to play. You put five points. I see it. You already just put oh, five. Man. I didn't even touch any of the numbers on here. Uh, it said five. It might be five. Um, so if he plays, then Mike Evans gets shut down, but Godwin will be money no matter what. So I'm going to go uh, 31 points here. 21-10. You went low. I went, I went low. 40. I went 40. Yeah, I'm way low. The first game was 20-10, to 10, wasn't it? I probably should go higher, but <coughs> the Saints just got shut out. Whatever. So yeah, 21. okay. 40, 31. We'll see. Kyle, make sure you do your tiebreaker. That's all we're going to say. Yeah. Just do the tiebreaker. No excuses. Play like a champion. Well, it's time for us to get to. I'm going to put the banner down there for you. Trivia time. Star Wars trivia. You he still got it. Man. I was worried I about you with it. that head cold of yours. I thought, is he going to be able to do his patented trivia intro? Still hit those high notes. I got it. It's okay. Falsetto. Unfazed. Okay. So I've got five. Trivia questions for you from the original three movies, episodes four, five, and six. Okay, good. Those are the only ones. Good, okay. good. We clarified that before the break, or uh, before the uh, episode. We are good. So I uh, did very little work on this and just Googled <laughs> to find some good questions for you. We'll see if they're Love good it. or not. These are all, uh, the first four are all multiple choice if you want them. Okay. And probably need them, I would say. But I think Ooh. for me, at least, once I, once I saw them, I got, I knew the answers, or mostly, mostly knew the answers. I hope I don't. Don't give me them at the beginning. I just want to see. Okay. All right. When being this is this is one you may not need it for. When being interrogated on the Death Star, where did Leia say the Rebel base was located? Oh, geez. Yeah. Give me the multiple choice. (laughs) Okay. Hoth, Dantooine, Tatooine, or Naboo? Dantooine. Dantooine is correct. Great work. Obviously not Not Hoth. Hoth. Because that's the second planet. movie. That's where it is. Tatooine. That's where freaking Darth that's where Luke was living. Yeah. And uh, Naboo is Naboo was her home. The, the prequel. No, Naboo was not her home. That was Queen Amidala. That was in the prequel. Leia is a princess of Naboo. Yeah. Alderaan. Alderaan. Alderaan was her home. You're right. 
Especially anyway. with the Orgains. Just finished Obi-Wan, by the way, the series. Very good. It was solid. It was solid. Big fan. Okay. Number two. Well done. Number two. Han Solo won the Millennium Falcon from Lando Calrissian while yeah. betting on what? I mean, it's either like the name of the game. Yeah. Oh, multiple choice, please. <laughs> okay. We have Sabak, oh, Pod Races, no. Kessel Run, no. Dual Monsters. The first one, Sabak. Sabak, that is correct. <laughs> well done. Yes. It doesn't matter if we got multiple choice, man. Doesn't matter. What matters is you're getting them right. Okay, number three. In Return of the Jedi, who was the leader of the Red Squadron during the attack on the Death Star? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in Return of the Jedi, I'm gonna say it. Don't you go with Akbar? I know you want to. <laughs> Admiral Akbar is not. Uh, no, the Red Squadron was led by Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles is correct. Well done. I love well done. Name. This is when Luke comes back from being in the Dagobah system. Yep. Where Yoda was and joins them mid fight. Old Wedge. Okay. Well done there. Three out of three. Good job. What type of droid is R2D2? Is he? Do you want to guess or do you want me to give you the options? I mean, I'm not going to have the exact wording, so give me the. Uh, okay. Possible. A protocol, astromech, no. service, no. engineer. The first one. Protocol. Wait, no crap. Because C3PO. No, I'm going to stick with protocol. C3PO is indeed a protocol droid. Ah, R2D2, however, is an astromech. Ah, yeah, I knew 3PO. Ah, he's the protocol. I just didn't, I didn't. Astromech just didn't jump out at me. And it wasn't yeah. like an well, engineer. I, I feel like astromech and engineer are like kind of the same thing, but. You know, he's always like fixing things. He's within the computer system. Yeah, he's always that. talking to the computer. That's why it's like protocol, but protocol is, yeah. Damn it. Protocol okay. translator. Those are That's translators. Fair. That's fair. All right. Three out of four. Not bad. Can you name number five? Can you name one of the Ewoks? Oh, no. <laughs> Any of them? None of them. I didn't even know. You'll they know had one names. of the names when I tell you. Uh, I think they're all in like the credits, and then then they become like Star Wars lore. You know, Frank is Frank one of them? Surprisingly, Frank is not one of them. Ah, oh Frank the Ewok. No, I cannot. So I will. I will give in to. I that. think the most famous name is Wicket. 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 Okay. Yes, probably the most famous name. But there's also credits for Paplu, <laughs> Tebow. Ah, oh, Tim. How did I miss Tim? Timmy, Law Gray, and okay. Chirpa. Chirpa. Oh, those were right on the tip of my tongue. I had those. Ah, yeah, I knew it. Frank and Chirpa and Logray were right. They were all kind of together there in a bubble. <laughs> the reason why, whenever I have to give a fake name or like say, hey, what was that guy's name? I say Frank regardless. And the only reason why I say Frank is uh, if you can think back to Happy Gilmore, it's such like a blink and you miss it reference, but it's when ha it's in the beginning of the movie, Happy's being yelled at by his dad. And he's like, look at this. Like, I buy you clothes. And it's like, actually, I stole this shirt from Frank, and he lifts up the shirt, and it lifts up the shirt and says Frank. <laughs> so I always use Frank. Like the kids will ask me, "Hey, Dad, what was the name of?" Uh, and they'll say like a name and a Star Wars movie. I'm like, oh, it's Frank. Frank. It's Frank. It's Billy Madison, right? Well, oh, I said Happy Gilmore. Yeah, sorry. I yeah, that. Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah. I stole the yeah. shirt from Frank. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is spectacular. Yeah. Okay, so you got three out of five, and one of them was a bit of a. Bit of a tough one. I, I blew the uh, R2D2 one. That was stupid. I knew C3PO yeah. with the protocol. 
Uh, yeah, you had the right mentality, but not bad. I'll not take bad. it. Well done. I'll take it. Let's get an update on Run Your Pool, on our fantasy league on Run Your Pool, where we are picking one player or a couple players for each different category. You can only use them once per year. Yes. Last week, you were the winner. I'll take it. 30-point victory. Chipping away at that lead. 30-point yep. victory. So now you are down 117 on the season. Yeah. Catching up. It is because, like, again, there's still some time. I mean, 100's a lot. But, I mean, what I, I was looking – when I was choosing my roster for this week, it shows me who you've picked also, like, previously, like, who, if you still left for you. And I'm like, man, he does not have a lot of people left in terms of, like, quarterbacks and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, there's – It shows you, like, 50% or 100%, right? Like right. Like, if they're available. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I so, am I am down – I am down pretty significantly right now. <laughs> Struggle so, bus this week in particular. It can get interesting. So, I think this this – yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a tough battle. Obviously, 100, 110 point or one hundred seventeen, but it'll be interesting. If you got some gas in the tank, then you can catch up. I'm banking yeah. on there being injuries and me being able to play randos by the end. True. I'll, I'm wondering if you're going to play Mike White this week. I hope you do. I was so so close to playing Mike White this week, but I did <laughs> not. Instead, I am playing Joseph Burrow of the Bengals. Ooh, he is my heavy so this cool. week. Dang, I've I didn't got know one he heavy remaining. Before. Dang. All right. Well, yeah. I I went just as heavy. Uh, I still have Patty Mahomes, so our quarterbacks are going against each other. Yikes! Yeah. Oh man, that's going to be a shootout too. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting that Mahomes will be up early, and that Burrow is going to be chucking it, and Jamar is going to be back, and he's just going to be going to town. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. At running back, my first pick, I've got Damian Pierce of Houston taking on that terrible Cleveland rush defense. Pierce has been terrible the last couple of games. Yes. Houston's been terrible all year. Um, I'm hoping this is a semi-get-right game for him. This kind of maybe his last chance for me to, to play him because of the yeah. matchup. True. Hoping okay. they try and keep the ball out of Cleveland's hands. So I'm going small. I went uh, Christian McCaffrey. And uh, <laughs> just... You jerk. <laughs> you jerk. Fine. That's fine. That's fine because I've got Isaiah... Panchero. Isaiah hey, Pacheco is the Bengals. Let's go. Uh, I went with the person opposite of Christian McCaffrey on the other side of the field, Jeff Wilson. It's a solid play. Um, oh, the Niners have that good rush defense. I don't know. They do. I think but, I'm still hanging on to uh, – I think I already played Wilson. I might still have Mostert. I don't know. All know. right, wide receiver. Going with Mike White, I got Garrett Wilson, who has been Ooh. exploding recently. He was big that's for good. me last week. That's what gave me a lot of points last week, so I was, that's yep. a good pick. Uh, we go with the guy we talked about, Keenan Allen, coming back for the Chargers, so hopefully uh, he can make a big play. Yeah, Keenan's a stud. I've got Zay Jones in that Jags game against the Lions. So do I! <laughs> oh, let's Zay. go! Oh, that's your guy, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to play his guy and see what he thinks. And 10 plus targets the last two weeks. Yeah, it's going to be a shootout in Detroit. Nice. Nice. All right, tight end. I'm going with Foster Moreau. It's getting a little grim, but he's got the tight end job all to himself in Vegas. Go Let's with go. Pat Fryermuth, the Nittany Lion in Pittsburgh. Nice. Nice. Against Atlanta. Wow, I like that. Yep. Well, in that same matchup, I'm going with George Pickens in the flex. Ooh. Let's go. Okay. Pickens against the Falcons. Let's go. I already used one Pickens. I'm going with former Michigan Wolverine great, one DPJ, Donovan Peoples Jones. Hopefully, Deshaun Watson can get a big hookup with him. 
So that's the literally the only reason why. <laughs> that's a wild card, man. Could be. Could be. Okay. Uh, kicker, I'm going back to the well on this one. It's worked for me two weeks in a row. The kicker against Minnesota huh. has been okay. on fire. Yeah, you Give me Greg Zerline this week <laughs> with the Jets. Greg ben the leg, Legatron. That, Let's go. That, that Vikings Ben don't break defense. Just let him kick field goals. It's fine. It's I been like so it. clutch for me the last two it's, weeks. I mean, you're just Vikings kickers. Do, 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 do. Nick Folk blew it up last week after uh, Brett Maher had like a record day. <laughs> well played. I'm going more with the Chiefs. Harrison Butker. Butker. It's a good play. I think I've think I've already used him. Defense. I'm going with the Bucks against the Saints, man. The Saints literally scored zero points last week. That's, so give me the Bucks. That's a good call. And uh, I'm going with the boys against the Colts uh, at home. Colts not showing too much. So go in there. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. My lineup is Joe Burrow and a bunch of no names. Damian Pierce, <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco, Garrett Wilson, and Zay Jones, Foster Moreau, George Pickens. Greg Zerline for 20 points and the Buccaneers. And I got Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Jeff Wilson, Keenan Allen, Zay Jones, Donovan Peoples Jones, Pat Fryermuth, Harrison Butker, and the Dallas Cowboys defense. That's a that's a medium heavy lineup you've got there. Medium. Yeah, I mean two two big guys at the beginning there with Keenan's, Keenan's pretty heavy, I'd say. He's a medium heavy. I'll give him a medium. All right, so um, we'll see what happens this week. I I am starting to coast in on fumes a little bit. We'll we'll see. <laughs> and we got a big bye week next week too, the last bye week. So that's true. If I can even put a lineup together, um, we've got to do it. Bet we had an idea before the pod today, Ethan. You had this idea. I'll give you credit for it. Uh, I think this is gonna be a great do it bet of the week. Do it, do it. Yeah, you know, um, it's just. You know, we've been drafting teams and games that we had different, which is great. And they've been actually really close, so it's kind of fun to watch that. But I was like, you know what? Let's just shake it up. And at first, I was throwing out random stuff like who's going to have the biggest punt and stuff like that. But Cameron's like, you know, this is a fantasy podcast. We should do something fantasy relevant. I'm like, fine. How about we do longest kick? And he's like, all right, I can can do that. So Longest made field goal. Longest made field goal. So we are going to draft two kickers. Uh, you know what? I don't even think we need the wheel names today. I'll even let you have the first pick. It's cool. Unless you want me to have the first pick. I don't care. It's up to you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now there's pressure. I kind of like the wheel names. I don't know. I, I right. don't like doing this without the wheel names. That's fair. Let me cue it up. I will cue I it up. I don't want to, I don't want any asterisks about like, well, I did let you have the first pick and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's fair because I definitely would. You would do that. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. All right. Kemper. I went through, I was looking up some of the longest kicks of the season thus far. And so I've got a list of some guys I'm thinking of. All right. You are blue. I am red. I'm blue. Okay. Let's go blue. Here it goes. Oh, no. Get over. Get over. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. All right. I'll take your boy Harrison Butker. Oh. All Currently right. the longest field goal in the league this year, 62 yards. 62 yards. Well, I'm going to go with the guy who has the NFL record for longest kick, one Justin Tucker. Woof. Okay. Yeah. His longest this year has been, I think, 59. But he does have that 66-yarder against the Lions. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going okay. Justin Tucker. Oh, but I have another pick. You That's get another right. one. Yeah. I need another one. Man, I was just – see, I was hoping that I was going to get the first pick. So I, then I could just kind of wait and then kind of just see from there. But all right. So my second kicker. 
Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Brian Suckup. Brian like Suckup. Kicking, kicking a lot of field goals against your vaunted Saints defense and Marshall yeah. Lattimore. So one of them is going to be long. There you go. I'm going to move to the Dome, and I'm going to take Brett Maher, Cowboys. Ooh, I thought about him for a second. I was like, yeah. Okay. Let's go. Well, guess what? I think Justin Tucker and Ryan Stuckup are going to have one of the longer kicks instead of who was your first pick? Harrison Butker and Brett Maher. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I say Harrison Butker or Brett Maher will have the longest field goal, longer than Justin Tucker and <laughs> Ryan Suckup. <laughs> Ryan Suckup. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it. Kicker suck in life. Kicker yes. suck in life. This is going to be a great do it bet. I am excited. I can't wait till like the longest kick between them is 38 yards. It, it might be. It's possible. It's possible. Whew. All right. So there it is. Action packed episode. Week 13. Week 13. Good talking. Week 13 in a nutshell. Got our previews. Got our picks and pickums in. Great new do it bet. Uh, so yeah, game tonight. Patriots Bills. I'm just assuming Mac Jones is going to throw more than three times. It is in New England. Uh, have they even dug out Buffalo yet? I mean, I know they had 30 feet. I think they're just letting it stay. <laughs> like, it's fine. It's fine. Just uh, So, yeah, man. Great game tonight. Hopefully, it's a good one for the Pats. Well, again, I hedge my bets since you picked them, but they're my team. So, anyway, till next time, keep on holding. Hold it. Hold it.